Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You know, it's sometimes cynical and negative world. 98PXY dares to feel good. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. This is Moose and Breezy's Vibe Check. Yeah. PXY Mornings on the number one hit music station. 98PXY. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Time for the Vibe Check. Let me yeah. fix my chair here. Let me get comfortable. Okay, I think I'm good. Out. Oh my yeah, god, my voice up. is going in. Love that for you. Less breezy. Right? It's literally the only thing I need to do to, to do my job. Right, and you can't do it. I didn't have a voice Monday. You know I what think you need. our boss thought I was lying. He's like, feel better, period. You need a little bit of honey. I know, I gotta go upstairs and get tape. You gotta soothe those vocal cords, Breeze. How are you guys? Uh, what's the good vibe this morning? 585-252-9800. You know the number. People are here knocking at the door. Let's let them in. Yeah. Hey, guys. My name's Katie. Hi, Katie. What's up, Katie? Vibes are right today. Going to dinner in Geneva with some of my girlfriends. Oh, Geneva. What's, Big Geneva girl. What, what's there? What's in Geneva? Geneva actually has really good restaurants. I will say that. They got a nice little downtown icon. They do. I couldn't even tell you the last time I walked, stepped into Geneva. We should go. Where? No, we should go. To go where, though? Where are we going? We could do like a nice day downtown. Although although Gene- downtown Geneva is small, she is cute. And there's a lot of wineries right near the lake. Let's oh, do that. that. If you're a Geneva local, 5852529800, we'll come visit, show us around. 
we could I go mean, to wineries. I would love to we could do go to it. I just don't like. I do. We have to. I have to do it with you. Oh my god. I'm asking. Rudeness. Asking. No, it's fine. Go figure it's, it out on your own. It seems no. like it's a little bit too romantic for us to be doing that together. Romantic? Not you coming on to me. Not you calling me sexy this morning. <laughs> Let the people know. <laughs> yeah. No, not me exposing you. Anyways, that's for, that's for PXY After Dark. Subscribe to the pod. Oh, yeah. We should do that. We should do a pod we after dark. We should do a pod. Everyone's yeah. like, you know what's the most frustrating thing ever? When people come up to me and they're like, you should have a podcast. I'm like, my podcast is every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Tune in. Um. So yeah, Moose and I are going to Geneva. Meet us there. We're going to be skipping through downtown. Oh, you were going to Geneva. Oh, yeah. Meet us in Geneva. Oh, this person says Kindred Fair in Geneva is amazing. Yes, it is. I've been there before. See, I have so many places to show you, and you just won't. You just won't let me. You just won't open up. Because I just don't want you constantly coming on to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who else we got? That's uh, enough. Knocking at the door this morning, Breeze. <laughs> oh, I- Multiple people are telling us to go to Kindred Fair. Make us a resi. We'll show up. Yeah, I'll go. To, I'll go to Kindergarten Fair. <laughs> oh, Doris is here. <laughs> Doris. Yeah. Oh man, my grandma used to have a best friend named Doris. Probably her. Are you her? She's probably listening to the show, checking us out. My grandma's ninety nine. How old are you, Doris? You guys same age? They might be. Maybe they have us on in the home. Yeah, when you go to visit your grandma next time, change all the radio stations to BXY. Just we got to get the listenership up. Usually they're not listening to the radio. They're well, usually, find one, plug it in, put it in. They're no playing uh, Titanic on VHS on replay. Oh, Rose. Uh, Doris is here. She said, good morning, Moose and Breezy. Got all my Christmas stuff out yesterday. What? Christmas oh, yeah. is over, Doris. <laughs> it started in September. I mean, pop off, but all right. Yeah, no, oh, that's, that's awesome. I think I'm going to my parents for dinner tonight. Yeah. I think I'm going to head to Greece. They don't mm. know it yet, but I'm, I'm probably going to do that. It's time for a home-cooked meal. Yeah, I have dinner plans tonight. So. It's <laughs> it's like it's time for a home-cooked home cooked meal. I'm going to Tony D's, period. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. The new oh one? Oh, my God, yeah. On university? I need, I, some, I, keep, I need some greens and beans. I need to have dinner at Vern's. Because yeah. I've gone in for drinks. I have not been to Vern's on Park Ave for dinner. And I need to that's go a, to Tony D's. I need to go to Tony D's. Um, uh, what else? There's a couple of places, too. Uh, by the way, I have not been to Velvet Belly yet. Yeah. I got my hotspots. I have like five or six places I frequently visit that I love. So, but I, I got to expand. sure. Expand my horizons. Are your vibes up? Yeah, I mean, I got dinner plans tonight. Going to, well, I mean, when do I not? Going to uh, the Taylor Swift cover band at Three Heads for the Roses and Revolutions. Oh, that's today. Um, that's tonight. That's our final one. So I went to the one last month. I'm going to the one this month. I don't know. They're just incredible. I think I was talking to the lead singer, adding more songs. Yeah. Which yeah. will be so fun. If you didn't go, I mean, it is sold out. So I guess I can't really encourage you guys to go, but. They'll probably do it again. It was just such a fun, cool experience. Um, if you love Taylor Swift, yesterday was her birthday, actually. Yeah. Um, Nora's here. She said, I'm in my good vibes this morning because I'm getting my hair done today. Yeah. Awesome. Getting that hair done. I got to get my hair done. Love it. 
By the way, I just got to make mention, uh, today's December 14th. One, yeah, one year, One year ago today, I got on a plane and moved back home. You shipped your car? Yeah. Wow. How much did that cost you? <sighs> Coincidentally, it was the same exact guy who shipped my car from here to Hollywood back in 2011. And he was so still randomly in my phone. So back in 2011, he charged me 900 And then this time... What was it? Twelve something years later, it charged me eleven hundred, and I packed my car to the brim. Mm. So it weighed a lot, but that is cheap. Took driving across country, right? Yeah. You got it here in four or five days tops. Yeah, that is cheap. Um, but it's crazy how fast a year went by, and I'm I'm just super grateful to uh to be here. No, and, you're definitely blessed to be with me for sure. Oh my god. Um let's talk about this uh missing RIT student coming up next. Matthew Grant. I talked about him yesterday on the show. Yeah. He uh has been found and he's safe. I'm going to give you all the details coming up next for the big story of the day on PXY. Usher on PXY Mornings, you got Moose and Breezy. Big update this morning. Up the mm-hmm. best update, honestly. Missing RIT student Matthew Grant, who's been missing since November 20th, has officially been found and is safe. Had some bad feelings yesterday on the show when reporting this. Yeah. And then last night, I mean, how can you not? It's three weeks go by. Yeah. And, you know, like the parents said yesterday, uh, the investigation is kind of um, hit a crossroad. Yeah, it was going like, it hit a halting stop for a second there. Matthew, 22, actually, he walked into a police station yesterday afternoon in, the, uh, in Pennsylvania. So he walked into the Palmerton, Pennsylvania police station at around 4 p.m. to make a phone call to contact his family, saying, hey, there may be a missing person report on me. And people have been looking for me. And according to an officer, uh, he seemed okay. He was safe. And Did uh, he not have his phone? I don't I No, I don't think he did. I think that's one of the things he left behind. Okay. And this, Palmerton is like, it's not far. It's right near Allentown, Pennsylvania. I got a f- couple of friends that live in Allentown. But uh, it's about a four and a half hour drive from Matthew's apartment in Henrietta. Here. But it's nutty that they were going the opposite direction up towards Canada. Yeah, they didn't know. You know? His Jeep Cherokee that he was driving was located Tuesday, about an hour away in the Delaware uh, Water Gap in Pennsylvania, they call it. It's a parking lot that a lot of the hikers there use mm-hmm. when they're hiking those trails. And he had been hiking the trail, and he even signed in at the trail visitor log. So his name was in there. And then the Jeep Cherokee had been sitting there for weeks on end until somebody saw it, called the police. They ran the license plates. Matthew's family was notified. They made their way to Pennsylvania immediately. Um, but that's what happened. The, the, the discovery of that Jeep kind of set off a huge search on Wednesday. You had 30 firefighters, um, search and rescues crews uh, showed up. They did thousands of acres before they can find him, though, they didn't realize he had walked into a police station. So, police said Matthew said he had a negative reaction with some people on the trail, which may have led him to end the hike. Whatever that means. What? They said Matthew's mother came to the police station, picked him up. Here's the following statement RIT released. Uh, missing RIT student Matthew Grant has been found and is safe. His family has posted information on social media thanking everyone 
for aiding in the search for their son, who went missing on November 20th from Henrietta. Mm. I would, listen, I know his parents, are, are, they're ecstatic. Of course, how can they not relieved, be? yeah. But I would be asking a lot of questions. Like, even if you do go hiking for a month, I mean, he's been missing since the week of Thanksgiving. Says nothing to nobody. I just can't wrap my head around it. Uh, I don't know. So, but needless to say, he is home. He is safe. The search is officially over for uh, Matthew Grant from Henrietta, that RIT student. So that is uh, great news. Yeah, that's the news that we wanted, that we've been so, so hoping for and longing for for the past couple of weeks here as we've been reporting this story. Glad there's got there. Um, he's home safe. Just in time for the holidays. All right. Uh, Rochester Police Department brought a lot of cheer to patients and families last night at Galisano Children's Hospital. Uh, yesterday on Wednesday, first responders stopped by, were, they ended up stopping by the hospital for good night lights. It's an annual tradition, if you don't know about it. Emergency vehicles will park all across three separate locations with their lights on as a way to say good night to those patients, those kiddos for the holiday season. It just looks really cool. The kids get really excited about it and they can look out their window of the hospital and just see yeah, all yeah. of the lights. Such a cool thing that we do um, here because they don't really get to go outside or venture out if they're sick or, you know, doing treatments and things like that. So right. very, very, very cool. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah. It's creeping up on us. We got 11 days until Christmas. And speaking of that, does anybody else have to chip in to purchase their boss a Christmas gift? Oh. Like, how do you say no? I'm so sorry. It's just not in my budget this year. Yeah. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk with Crystal to get an update on whether or not she dished out that 30 bucks her coworkers and supervisors were asking for. And she, we talked about this yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour. We all need $30 from each of you to buy our manager a really nice Christmas gift. How do you say no? We're going to talk to Crystal coming up next on the show. Stay there. It's PXY. Does anyone else have to chip in to purchase their boss a Christmas gift? How do you say no? I'm so sorry. It's just not in the budget. Never done this for a boss. Definitely done it for like a coach. Or mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Speaks by mornings with Moose and Breezy. So a listener by the name of Crystal posted this on her Facebook page the other day. I reached out to her, said, would you mind giving me more details on this? What's the tea at your workplace? Here's her original Facebook post. It says, so right now the situation is one of our supervisors is asking all of us to pitch in 30 bucks for our manager's holiday gift. I don't even make 30 an hour. I don't understand how giving bosses a gift is so accepted. There are... Uh, 10 of us total. What is that? 300 bucks for a gift for someone who is most likely not going to even give us a bonus or a yearly raise Mm. to go along with inflation. Yikes. How do I tell them no way without them taking it personal? Because I just don't have any interest in chipping in. That's fair enough. Uh, 585-252-9800. If a coworker came to you and said, we're all pitching in 30 bucks or more to purchase our manager a holiday gift, how would you respond? That's the question. Yeah. Sure, no problem. Or, I'm sorry, I can't swing it this year. Not the vibe, yeah. Especially because I won't be getting a Christmas bonus. So, Crystal agreed to come on with us this morning to give us an update on what she decided to do at work yesterday. Did she cough up that 30 bucks, or did she respectfully decline? Hi, good morning, Crystal. 
Good morning. I think what uh, you're dealing with right now is something a lot of other people have dealt with at their place of work, where they're just put in a corner by a colleague and asked, hey, can you chip in? We're going to get the boss a really impressive Christmas gift this year. So I came across your post yesterday on Facebook. Tell us what's happening uh, in the workplace. Yeah, so this is so random. Thank you guys for having me on your show. Yeah. Um, So yesterday... I politely told my supervisor that it's not in my budget to give the $30. I literally don't have enough money left over from my paycheck to Mm -hmm. contribute. Mm. And then, you know, like it's Christmas and I have so many people I need to buy for it. So my supervisor, I guess she sounded disappointed and she was like, well, if you can't swing the $30, that's fine. We'll just have to leave your name off the gift. Oh, how passive aggressive of oh, her. Oh, she's pissed. She's <laughs> really angry. So how yeah. many people would you say are pitching in at this place um, of work? It's about, I think it's like 10 people that would um, contribute into mm-hmm. the gift. So you can, it would easily be shown that you weren't a part of this. Right. Yeah, that's awkward too. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, you know what? I responded back with like, okay, that sounds good. Thanks. Whatever. Like I just, at this point, I don't know how it's going to affect our relationship um, with my supervisor. Right. Like, Oh, because you said I, no. Yeah. Cause I said no. Yeah. 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 But I don't care. I don't care. I could care less at this point. <laughs> uh, it sounds I like really you're already did. got your foot out the door. Yeah, You're like, I'm good anyways. So that's how I feel. Yeah. I'm good. I don't care. Like I, I honestly, I think going around asking employees for money to get a boss a gift is super inappropriate. Like my colleagues and I, we haven't received a Christmas bonus last year and we weren't even offered like any extra pay for this upcoming year. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, honestly, it's left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like I can imagine you don't feel appreciated. And then you're like, Hey, the money I have worked hard for, I got to dish it out and give it right back to you. I mean, three, a $300 gift for a boss is like pretty aggressive. I will yeah. say that. That's really aggressive. Like, what do they even plan Each on getting him? person's giving $30 and you ask 10 people. Well, 11, including you. It's like, what? Crystal, would you say that the like mm-hmm. the person who's heading this initiative right now, would you say uh, he or she is a little bit of a kiss ass? You know, that's crazy. You say that. <laughs> Because I've I, seen this movie. What? Yeah, I, I'm not going to say her name, but I do feel like she's one of the people that will organize this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to take all the credit and kiss ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Definitely. That's so bizarre. I, I don't even think she's going to contribute to $30 of her own money, to be honest. Like, I think she just wants to take the credit. Mm-hmm. From the gift, but yeah. not contribute any money. It's a big old joke. Like, at this point, you know, I don't agree with it. Her collecting money from everyone. Uh, and and then the crazy part is some people I work with don't even celebrate Christmas. So it makes things even more awkward asking them to dish out money oh, out of yeah. their pay no. to give that yeah, I could see I could see that happening, sure. My boss just got back from Europe two weeks ago mm-hmm. and now she's taking another trip next week. Classic.
these yeah. things happen. She definitely doesn't need your three hundred dollar gift. Probably unless not. you're paying for her next plane ticket, which <laughs> would also make sense. Five eight five two five two nine eight hundred. If a coworker came to you and said, "We are pitching in thirty bucks or more to purchase our manager a holiday gift," how would you respond, Crystal? So you politely declined, yes? I declined. Okay, no. all right. Yeah. You're like, see ya. Yeah, peace out. Well, thank you so much for um, get, coming on the show with us. We obviously appreciate that and loved hearing your story. But you shouldn't feel obligated to have to dish out some of your paycheck to your boss if you don't want to. I don't even think they should really be asking employees to do that anymore in the workplace. If anyone's getting a holiday gift, it should be you. You know what I mean? Me. Yeah. Breezy. Yeah, I definitely should be getting a gift. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. Big I mean, time. I bleed for this city, and everybody knows that. So. You do. Yeah. Thank um, you so much. Crystal, thank you so much for the call. I, um, I think you're justified, if I'm being completely honest. We already have texts coming in, people agreeing with you, so... I'm going to let you go and uh, make sure you listen in just to hear what everybody else has to say. Okay, thanks. All right, Crystal, have a great holiday, okay? Okay. Listen to this text coming in right now from Jen. She goes, where I work, when I first started, I was expected to spend $100 on each of my bosses at Christmas. Oh. And... That seems aggressive. No. There was staff members spending around a grand total on two bosses... These bosses literally made more than four times my pay. It was disgusting. And I'm not quite sure when that died off, but I'm glad it finally did. And then uh, Morgan says the person that usually, like Moose said, is um, initiating these type of things are snakes. Well, I never said that. (laughs) I never said that. Garden snake. I never said that. Uh, She goes, they usually don't put in any money of their own. They're never transparent about how much was raised or spent, etc. Mm, yeah. Your money should be spent on your family, period, this listener says. Sue Ann says, additionally, a gift like that will likely make the manager feel like they need to go find expensive gifts for the staff. I disagree. Do you feel that? I don't think that's the case, typically. Um Kyle says, when someone at work wants to do this, I just assume nowadays they're doing it to skim some cash from the top and buy brownie points with everyone else's money. Yeah, this doesn't seem like something that people are on board with. Let's just put it put it that way. So, It's not. This person says, no, just say no. No one can afford that. Yeah, no, I know. Think about all the people you have to buy for this year, and then having to just dish out an extra 30, 40, 50 bucks just for your boss. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Well, I'm glad you said no. So yeah. get on Crystal. Me Thanks, too. guys, for all the text coming in. Appreciate that. If you are one person, uh, if you are one of the people listening who happens to be pitching in, what what's the gift? I'm dying to know what people I get know, their bosses. $300? Like, if it's a $300 gift card to Del Monte, like, He's living large. She's living large. Whoever yeah, it is. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You got PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. We'll be right back. 98 PXY. Just when you think you've got life figured out. Oh! You're a parent now. Moose and Breezy hear your dilemmas. Completely anonymous. And 100% supportive for another episode of PXY Mornings. Parental Confidential. What do you do about Christmas entitlement? I mean, the message we received Monday evening from Grayson Hilton is all about her five-year-old son coming off entitled about his Christmas presents. 
Oh um, God! Yeah, take a listen to the the uh, the message, and then hit us up at five eight five two five two ninety eight hundred. If you think you can offer our girl Grace any help, she says, "I have a five year old, and he is being so entitled about his Christmas presents. He's saying horrific uh, Baruka salt level things. That's a little uh, Willy Wonka reference there." Um, he's throwing tantrums. I think these are being caused by him being uh, the only child. He gets spoiled by his grandparents and family with so many toys all year long, and especially on birthdays and Christmas. He also watches YouTube videos where the people unbox toys, and I think it's all too much for him, saying things like, you don't ever get me these toys I like. Only Grandpa gets me nice toys. Uh... Totally untrue. We took him to the toy store and let him pick out his birthday gifts. And the other night at the dinner table, he said, Christmas is all about giving me gifts. That's that's tough. Uh, she goes, totally untrue. We, um, uh, we have a book that's all about the true meaning of Christmas. And she goes, my son has totally messed that meaning up for our family. <laughs> yeah. He also made a statement that he's going to throw all of his toys away if we don't get him the toys he really wants. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So sure. today he started throwing all of his new toys. We just got him for his birthday. He says he doesn't like the brand, that they're generic, and he only wants name brand toys. How he learned these terms at five, total mystery. It's the YouTube. It's the YouTube, I'm telling you. No, it's got to be. She goes, he's the smartest five-year-old I've ever met. We've had long conversations about being um, being content with what you have. Mm-hmm. We've also threatened to not give him anything if he's so unappreciative for the toys we do give him. Obviously, this is all very upsetting because I don't want to stop getting my son toys, but I'm like, what, what else do we do? Thanks for any help. Love the show in this segment. All the best. That came in from from grace it's so hard because it only gets worse as they get older the it's so crazy these you know 10 to 15 year old girls they want the lululemon they want the hokas they want the yeezys and the yeezys no i mean i don't even know what's cool (laughs) i I know but it's true though you can't like it only gets worse and i feel like if you don't nip it in the bud like young and set that precedent I'm not even kidding. One year for Christmas, I got fake Uggs, and I, I was like, not my whole world crashing down. Like it was devastating because you got fake Uggs, fake Uggs, and I I could tell they were fake from the second I opened it. I was like, <laughs> not the counterfeit Uggs, and I was like, and I literally moved. So I was like, I'll never wear these. I will never ever wear these. It's embarrassing to me. It's embarrassing to my brand. <laughs> And that's You're it. ridiculous. That's it. Toys today and the stuff that parents buy their kids. Even me, man, having to uh, purchase um, stuff for my niece and nephews this year. I'm like, ah, oh, this is. A, they do not want anything cheap. No, and especially when you have to purchase like Nintendo Switch, the games, PS5, or like what you were talking about the other day about the the Bills gear or the Kansas City Chiefs gear, like. There's no way you can find like knockoff brands of that. It's always going to be through the NFL. It's always going to be a million dollars. My niece is now officially 10 mm-hmm. and she wants nothing that's frozen anymore. No, <sighs> none of that stuff, it, which is kind of breaking my brother's heart. Yeah. Now it's strictly just Nike. She wants everything Good Nike. Luck. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just spent $70 on one crew neck. 
One crew neck. I'm like, I can't do this. And then they don't understand why they're getting less. Because obviously the the price and the value is going up, even though, I mean, it's right. not even... I can understand Grace's concern here when it comes to Christmas entitlement, especially yeah. if you're the only child. Uh, text messages are coming in right now. First one is Kristen weighing in. She says, we have a five-year-old as well. He started watching some of the toy unwrapping videos, and I realized that was not going to be a positive thing. No. Instead, we have uh, weaned him away from advertising as much as possible. I mean, that's not even that. I mean, it's kind of possible, but not that possible. Does he I not guess. watch Nickelodeon? Does he not have a YouTube account? My nephew will sit at the kitchen table and he will watch <laughs> endless amounts of YouTube videos of kids unwrapping and, and playing with toys, revealing new toys that come out. What's that? What's that YouTube? That kid. Who's making, I don't know, a hundred million dollars a week. Literally. <laughs> Stupid. In the Coogan account. <laughs> <laughs> Megan says, why is he doing that? He probably needs attention, wants to be reassured. Kids often use tantrums to reassure themselves in the place in the family that they have. Maybe he needs to understand that gifts are not love. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard for kids to understand that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jamie says, we keep things very minimal. Our kids get toys on their birthdays. And on Christmas, but even then we limit, um, and they accept that limit. We don't make the focus on toys during the holiday. We have other holiday traditions that we celebrate, and the toys aren't even opened up until after we have had our family breakfast on Christmas. And I think that's that's good. I think that's great, too. Another big issue is is a lot of this is on the parents. Like, when they're young, and it's your first kid, second kid, all you want to do is give them every toy because... It's fulfilling for you to watch them open it up and get excited, but you set a precedent at such a young age yeah. that we can't even see the floor of the living room because there's I know, so many toys. I know. It's so unnecessary. I know. And like, then when they get older, they're like, so you don't love me anymore. So you, so you got me four things. You literally hate me. As a kid, you constantly feel like it's not enough. Yeah. And you're always, you know, you take all the gifts, you throw them to the side. Yep. You're, you're maybe looking for that one item that you so badly wanted. So badly. Uh, Cheryl says, um, this kid sounds like a little brat. Get him cold. How about that? But then even to your point of like, <laughs> I get what you're saying of you want one thing. Why don't we just get the kid the one thing? Like parents always feel the need to go overboard. And like, I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I think it can be a bad thing, but... I understand you're doing it because you love your child and you want them to make them happy. But like, they don't care about the socks. They don't care about. They just want that one cell phone, that iPhone, the Lululemon, like whatever it is. And it's crazy because these brands, they'll do intense marketing to market to kids and like, oh yeah, we know if if Jessica from Hilton is 15 and wants Lululemon leggings. Her parents damn well are going to get her Lululemon leggings. No, they will. We've had this conversation time and time again, uh, especially in the last couple of weeks with Christmas approaching. And, you know, you have people like my parents that my dad grew up with nothing. Mm -hmm. So growing up, yeah, we were spoiled. He wanted to give us everything he never had. Right. But Christmas morning sometimes was a lot. Like you said, so many gifts. And then grandma and grandpa would come over and then that's we're doubling up. And you kind of lose sight when you're a kid, you what Christmas is really about, but you're a kid. I mean, come on. I get that. I talked about this like last week when I when we were going through the old home videos of like, could not even see the floor. My grandparents had to make a trip the next day because all the gifts wouldn't even fit in the car. Like, 
that's when you know it's just too much. Yeah. And I'm not complaining. Like, people and kids who um, are in those situations, they're so blessed to do so. But it does, like you said, really lose sight of the whole meaning of it all. Yeah, a lot of messages coming in for parental. Um, and it looks to me like a lot of the you guys are just weighing in. Telling Grace, hey, really have a conversation with your son about what Christmas is about and keep things to a minimal. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's already got everything. For sure. That's what happens when you're the only child. <sighs> Sometimes I wish I was the only child, but not anymore. I'm an adult now. I do love my brothers. I know, but you're still the middle and still probably I'm the still favorite the child. child. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Here's an idea. Be a part of the show. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. Number one music station. 98.1. Big update this morning. Missing RIT student Matthew Grant, who's been missing since November 20th, has officially been found and is safe, thankfully. That's good news. Had some bad, bad feelings yesterday on the show when reporting this. And then uh, last night... Matthew, who's 22, actually turned himself into the police Wednesday afternoon. So this was in northeastern Pennsylvania. What's up, Bruce? Such an odd story. No, I know. It's just not adding up. I, I'm Thankfully, I'm glad he's okay. So the story goes, he walked into the Pennsylvania police station at about 4 p.m. to make a phone call to contact his family, saying there may be a missing report for me, and people have been looking for me, according to... To an officer, that's what had happened, and he was close to Allentown. It's about a four and a half hour drive from Matthew's apartment in Henrietta mm-hmm. to where he was at. His Jeep Cherokee was uh, located Tuesday, about an hour away in the Delaware Water Gap. They're calling it in Pennsylvania. It's a parking lot used by hikers when they hike the uh, Appalachian Trail. Sure. So he's been hiking the trail. He even signed in at the trail visitor log. The Jeep Cherokee was seen by somebody. It was sitting there for weeks on end. Someone called the police. They ran the plates. And then Matthew's family was notified. So they immediately went to Pennsylvania. And the discovery of the Jeep set off a search Wednesday. About 30 firefighters, search and rescue crews showed up. They searched thousands of acres. But before they can find him... He walked into a police station. So police said Matthew said he had a negative reaction. And I'm reading this. I'm like, what? What does that mean? Yes, he had a negative reaction with some people on the trail, which made him leave early and the hike. What? So Matthew's mother came to the police station, picked him up. I have so many questions. Wait, I'm super confused. Here's the uh, statement RIT released. Missing RIT student Matthew Grant has been found and is safe. His family has posted information on social media. Um, We just want to thank everyone for aiding in the search for uh, their son who went missing on November 20th from Henrietta. We're coming up on almost a month he's been gone. And just hiking? I don't... I'm so lost. Also, like, I'm not an outdoorsy girl or a hiker or a camper, but like... Don't you need to go get food and stuff? No, I'm listen. I'm sure that was all taken care of. He, he, he's an active hiker. I'm, I know he knows what he's doing, but it's just so weird to go off the grid like that. Yeah. For almost, I mean, it's almost been a month, three weeks. So. Yeah. Not contacting anybody. <sighs> uh, but 
That being said, thankful. This is the best case scenario. Yeah, we were a little worried yesterday because when you go three weeks and the search is on for somebody, um, sometimes it always doesn't always end in the best case scenario. So we're glad that he's he's home safe. Definitely. Um, the Rochester Police Department brought a lot of cheer to patients and family. Families at the Golisano Children's Hospital last night on Wednesday night, first responders stopped by the hospital for the Good Night Lights annual tradition. So if you don't know what that is, Moose, I don't even know if you were home last year for it, but basically the emergency vehicles in the city will go out and park uh, at three separate locations, all lined up outside of the windows of the Golisano Children's Hospital, and they'll all flash their lights as a way to say goodnight to the patients during the holiday season because... They don't really get to go outside. They don't really get to experience Christmas. So this right. is the closest way to experience holiday lights just in time for the holiday season. And it's a really cool and like innovative way to make sure that they're included and thought of and going to get their holiday fix. So um, really, really good stuff last night at Colosano Children's Hospital right outside. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that go there and... and- just kind of help out in the yeah, hospital. Volunteer. I've always looked into doing that, like just volunteering. I know not everybody can walk in and do that, right. but for the people that do do it, um, props to you. M- much respect. I know that makes those kids' day. How many of you were raised by a single strong mom? Would love to hear your thoughts on this. This week on TV, there was a news anchor. Um, he was a special guest on a show, and he made the statement that one of the reasons there's so much crime going on in this country today is due to the fact kids are being raised without a dad. Mm. And I wanted to read you the response from a single mom who had an issue with this. That's coming up right after the break on PXY. 98 PXY. Win a flop. Were you raised by a strong mom? Some of you listening were, some of you were not. But uh, either way, do you agree with this statement from a guest on TV this week? So... They say most of the crime in this world is happening because kids are being raised in fatherless homes with no dad. Oh it's Peaks by Mornings with Moose and Breezy. I found this interesting because of the comments and the amount of single moms who commented to say not true. So one of the people who messaged on this interview is a single mom. And she wrote, my son was raised in a fatherless home. Uh, my ex left me when I was eight months pregnant. So my son never met his dad. I know many people that turned out okay being raised by a strong mom, including my 17-year-old son. I know what this special guest on TV was trying to say, and that's fine, but he doesn't know the reality of what it's like to be a single mom. He doesn't know about the millions of moms sacrificing a lot to raise their children. Sure. But I do, and I honor them. In my opinion, dads are important, but I think not having a father in the home has nothing to do with crime in communities today. Sometimes being raised by a single mom in the world is all you need. Wow. Would okay. love to hear your thoughts on this. 585-252-9800. Do you agree? And I know there's a lot of single moms that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Would love to hear from you. Because even in today's day and age, like I talked about this last week. People struggle, man, just on their own. 100%. And then when you throw kids into the mix, like when I think about, I think back like six, seven years ago about some of the struggles that I had, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine trying to do that with a kid by my side. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely that kid be not. taken from me so quick. How and do you do that when you can't provide for yourself? Right. And I do think that like, 
you know, it's very important for to have both parents if you can. But being able to be raised by if you have like two parents that are there but not really present, but if you just it's better to have just one that's there and for you and doing all the things than two that just like don't really care. And it's not about quantity always. It's about quantity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the quality of a parent. Um, oh, this is interesting. I, I don't know if you're seeing this text on your end from Jason. Uh, he says, this is coming from a guy who grew up with a single mom. My mother did all she could on a single income, but sometimes that wasn't enough. I right. think having a father does help because it's about life experience. There are just some lessons and things in life that a father has gone through that they can share with their kids that a mother has not. I oh. love my mom. She's done an amazing job. But I do think there is certain things I struggle with in life today. And I know a lot of it has to do with my dad being absent as a kid. That's coming in from Jason. 585-252-9800 if you guys can relate or if you're a single mom. I don't even know if it's like just one or the other. Like... If you have an absent mom or an absent father, like an I think it could both play. No, I understand. Be traumatic. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Hello, PXY. Who's this? Oh, let me pick up. PXY. Who's this? This Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Talk to us. What do you think? So I think that guest was wrong. Okay. And my, I not only raised the son uh, after leaving a domestic violence situation um he was biracial mm -hmm. and i'm portuguese italian but I, i'm white appearing so even though my family came from mozambique we're very white appearing i had to learn about my son's culture right and then have the complexity of being a single mom on top of that mm-hmm yeah. My son is 28. He's in the Air Force. He married his high school sweetheart. Oh, congrats. He's going for her doctorate degree in microbiology. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Your son's 28 now, you said? Yes. yes. Air Force, uh, Just he, he just got married or engaged, you said? He's, he's married. He's married. They'll be married two years in April. Oh, wow. well, congratulations so to your wedding. son. Yeah. No, and it, it just goes to show you. I mean, like I said, have you? strong single mom mm -hmm. i've i've had people make fun of me because i'll it's, i'll share my experiences and they're like oh my god you you've done everything you're a jack of all trades i'm like because i didn't want to be on the system i didn't yeah. want to be that mom right yeah i get that I, so i worked two and three jobs while my son was asleep or in daycare right, right. you did what but you when he woke up i was there he didn't sleep. yeah no i get that well, I, I love that you shared your experience, and it's really important that you know you hear we hear stories like that. Yeah, Elizabeth, I'm gonna I want to talk to you for a second, but I'm gonna put you on hold real quick. Okay, could you mind? Not a problem. All right, stay right there. Um, this person's saying this lady is wrong. I entered my adult years with zero idea of how to do anything. My mom worked two jobs, and I never saw her. I had to learn most lessons the hard way. And it absolutely stunt my growth and progress as a person. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, okay. There are men who raise there are men who are raised without a father and grow up to be pretty good people. So at the end of the day it all comes down to good parenting. I agree with that notion 100%. Well, yeah, like just like Elizabeth had just called. She sounds like she um successful single mom. And it goes on to say, so at the end of the day, it all comes down to good parenting and whether or not a child wants to actually improve themselves as a person. Yeah. Because let's be honest, you can grow up and you might have an absent mom, you might have an absent dad. It's going to affect you one way or another. But it's really your, it's up to you at the end of the day as you get older, maybe therapy to dive in to figure out those issues that you still might be having. Right. You still have to do some work on yourself. You know, and Absolutely. you have to improve yourself as a person. Some people choose not to do that. So they go through life allowing it to affect them. And 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 placing blame. And I feel like a lot of the time, like, you could be raised by one, two, three, a village. You know what I mean? But at the end of yeah. the day, if you are going to take your past experiences and let that shape you at, at the individual that you are today of, like, well, I'm this way because my father left or my mother was on drugs or whatever the case may be. Everyone's story is different, but it's how you come out of that that really shows your character and who you are as a person. Chris says uh, it doesn't have to just be boys growing up without fathers. Look at all of the girls who have daddy issues today. It's a real thing. I've dated a handful of women and the ones that grew up with an absent father are 100 percent of the times. The ones who are the most jealous, the most insecure, and the most scared of being abandoned. It really takes a toll on the relationship. It's not their fault, but them not having a father does have a lot to do with it. Can I just say something super quick? Yeah, go for it. I just genuinely, and this might be a hot take and everyone's going to be like, what? I genuinely feel like whether your father was there or not, he could be, you could see him once every five years or see him every other five minutes, you're going to have daddy issues regardless. Something's going to happen, and you're going to have daddy issues. You could be the best father in the world. You're still going to have daddy issues. Because, well, because your parents shape you as individuals, and you have trauma from your parents that they never meant to cause on you. They would never mean to cause harm on you. It's just a part of growing up. No, I know, and um, I, I don't. I don't think we should come at this notion of daddy issues as a bad thing. Yes, it could be. It can be a bad thing, but everyone has them. So, well, we all got issues, regardless, <laughs> like Peri- whether our period. fathers were missing or moms, what have you. We yeah. all got issues that right. need to be worked on. Jamie's texting in right now. Five eight five two five two nine eight hundred. If you're just joining us on PXY, there was a person that went on TV and said. Um, Most of the crime in this world is happening because kids are being raised in fatherless homes with no dad. And a single mom reached out and commented, you know, sometimes being raised by a single mom in the world is all you need. Mm -hmm. Jamie says, we had a conversation in my class at Geneseo. And one of the things that was brought up was if you go back and look at the school shootings that have taken place in the last decade within our country, the common trend is the school shooters have absent fathers. So, yes, I think it's very harmful. Hmm. That's interesting. Very. Um, we can dive down a We can go on for, yeah, we can go on forever, but. Um, let me see here. We got a lot of text coming in for this. Another person says, yeah, I disagree. Um, this person says, yes, I was raised by uh, a strong mom. I'm 23-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. 
And my mom is my best friend. She's taught me everything I know. I just feel like your parents are tools for you to be and role models for you to be the best person that you are. But if you don't like your parents or if you don't like the way they they did something to you or acted in your life, you have so much power within you to be like, I'm not going to be like that or I don't want that for myself. But I feel like it's the people who really take those experiences and run with them in a negative way that are just constantly no, placing agree. blame. You know, I got and a I'm couple not saying of, it's easy. You have to go to therapy. You have to do the work. No, I get that. I grew up with a couple of close friends who grew up with absent dads. Mm-hmm. They just weren't there in their lives. Right. Those friends of mine now are, are, are fathers. And they're some of the best dads I've ever seen. Yeah. And it all stems back to them not having their dad growing up. 100%. And I really give them so much credit because they step up. And it always circles back around to, I want to give my child everything that I never had. Mm-hmm. And I want to be there for my child because my dad was never there for me. Yeah. And it really kind of, the silver lining is there that they're the best dad that they could possibly be. And I have so much respect for that. And I have so, you know, thanks for all the messages this morning, everyone. Um because yeah, a lot of people a- have an opinion on whether they agree with this statement or not. But if you are a single mom and you're you're doing it on your own, we have so much respect for you. It's a hard topic to talk about because everybody has an opinion on it. Yeah, you can agree with it or disagree, but it just it basically comes down to um your personal experience and how you've dealt dealt with it and gone through life. If you've dealt with it or you have not, it's it's really subjective on yeah. whether you agree with this or not. So definitely. But thanks for all the comments. We're going to take a quick break. You got PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Be right back. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive, hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. I think it's safe to say that if I wasn't a radio, I would definitely be a cop or an athlete. Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible, 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. I just feel like I have so much to do today. I have to go work out. And if I don't work out, I will spontaneously combust. I just know it. The number one hit music station, 98 PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy Breeze. If this is how your boss responded to you after you asked, hey, can I get paid? then most likely you should probably find a new job ASAP. 100%. This is a real text from a listener who works at a restaurant here in Rochester. If you have never been in a position where you've had to ask if you can get paid by your employer, I'm telling you right now, consider yourself lucky. God knows I've had to do it. and It's It's so awkward. It's awkward. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth and it it makes you not trust the people you work with Mm -hmm. so this girl takes a screenshot of this conversation who i'm friends with post it to her social i go is this real and then the comments that came in are from people who are also pissed off for this girl take a listen to the exchange between her and her manager at this restaurant the text comes in from the boss the boss says hi we're going to start making some cuts Business is a little slow, so you're going to be off tomorrow. And then this girl, let's just call her Alice. Okay. Alice says, okay, thank you. Did you happen to do payroll? If so, can I please pick up my paycheck today or tomorrow? I need to get some groceries and whatnot. Here is the response from the boss. I did not do payroll. 
as of now, business has been slow, where we haven't been able to pay people. That's how slow we are. I will try and figure this out tomorrow. But while you are sharing with me your food situation, I will share with you, when I was your age and also poor, which I was for years, I ate nothing but pasta and peanut butter sandwiches. While that may suck, I know firsthand because not only did I did it do it all through college, but also most of my 20s. Perhaps you may want a budget for that. Also, just a heads up that each week, you tend to make more than I do, and I'm trying to raise a child. So when you tell me your issues with money, know that you are not the only one, and you also live with a roommate that you are able to share bills with. No. Yes. No. I'm like, WTF. Like Just you give got me my it. money. You psychopath. How would you respond if that's the response you got from your boss? Asking if you can get paid the money you're already owed. It's your money. Right. It's your and money. And they got to make you feel bad about it? Like, that's your response as a manager? You suck. No, that's you wrong. You suck. And it's also using Good such a, a power trip in the sense of, well, you don't want to, like, talk back to your boss ever or, like, disrespect them. No, because no. they're the ones drafting your checks but Dude, at the end of the day that's that isn't appropriate that's disrespectful and it's weird it's weirdo yeah, energy you can't do it a couple I don't years care ago what you ate 20 years ago a couple years ago i actually had a boss ask me because i was like you know I'd, I'd like to get paid now mm-hmm. like well what did what have you been doing with your money how is that your business None of your business so None I go. Of your business. So I was working for this company you're very familiar with, Breeze, yep. a couple years back. And I go to them and I'm be like, hey, listen, I, you guys owed me for last Friday. It's now Wednesday. I, I shouldn't I like, have to ask for that. I'd like to get paid. Oh, well, the, our accountant was out all week. So, you know, she'll be back tomorrow. Doesn't come back. It's finally Friday. I go in there. I'm a like, week late. I, I'm, I said, I, you guys owed me from last week. I want to get paid today. And they're like, oh, well, so-and-so is out till this weekend. She'll cut you the check on Monday. I flipped my lid. I said, no, no, no. I said, today. I don't care if you got to take it out of your own pocket. I said, you are paying me today. This is not my problem that she's not here. That has nothing to do with me. It couldn't be less of your problem. You owe me money. Pay me. So sick and tired of being put in awkward situations with money. When it comes to employers, when it comes to friends, if somebody owes you money, it should be their top priority to get you back paid. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's your money and it's no skin off their back if you don't get your money. I know. You got to be a man of your word Whether you borrow it, whether you're paying someone for a job that they did, they should not have to ask one time. Where's my money? Correct. It should be in their pocket when job is done, when you said your deadline is going to be, so on and so forth. I'm so sick and tired of these entitled people. And then when you ask for it, which you shouldn't have to do in the first place, they make you feel bad and awkward for it. Like, why are you making me feel bad? It's my money. I know. It's my. And you know this hits a nerve. Oh, I truly, truly, I can hear it. You're triggered. <sighs> it's just like ridiculous. Ridiculous! It's it, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If you are down on your luck, and let's say you got a friend that owes you a couple bucks, and say, I don't want it back. I'm telling you, pay them back. 
whether they ask for it or not, make sure you get it back to them. Mm. It says everything about your character. And I I'm have telling people you these in m- my life, I will never, you know, I won't lend anybody money, but my friends lend people money and they're like, I'll get it to you on Monday. Monday comes and goes. I know a couple of people, you know, friends that I've loaned money to. I'm, I've never seen a dime back. No, that's why I don't lend money to people. Lindsay is texting in right now. This is a disgusting response from a manager. And unfortunately, there's a lot of them in Rochester. When your boss tells you you need to plan for them, not paying you, you 100% need a new job. 100 percent yeah you guys might want to budget for the next three weeks more of a new job (laughs) brian says perhaps he or she should budget to pay their employees if they want to run a business period i agree like why are you out here like if you can't pay me maybe you should go back to eating your peanut butter sandwiches and your your ramen noodles you're the restaurant you you've been dealing with serving and bartending in situation you've been in this industry a long long time and so you've been in similar to this where you've had to go to your boss and be like hey you know what's the deal you owe me money yeah our accountants and i'm there in the bahamas i don't care i don't care where your accountant (laughs) is genuinely dead ass and i don't know this creates such and for me personally such money i have such money anxiety when something goes wrong or when something's not charged right or you're overcharged because say they take out two hundred dollars on accident yeah you don't know when you're getting that money back and you're at the mercy of people who are not affected by your loss of two hundred dollars they don't care no why would they care and it's no skin off their back the best response well, is when they say they don't have it. You. What we do you mean you don't have it? It's in your account. You took it out of my account. I just went through. I mean, this was a larger scale with a company, but I, I lost my I lost my absolute mind last Friday with that company that I ordered Christmas gifts off of that they said the gifts were coming in 2025. And I was like, that's just not going to work. Christmas is tomorrow. And they were like, sorry, we can't refund you. And I, I emailed them back and I said, I'm taking legal action against the company. My lawyer's on retainer and you will be hearing. And they were like, oh, the, the refund will be processed within three days. I'm like, yeah, that's what I, that's that's what what I thought. Yeah. Kelly says, so because this person can't figure out how to pay you, then it's on you to have to live and eat like a poor person for years on end. Yeah. What a joke. The day I start living on peanut butter and jelly in my 30s is the day I go on a rampage and burn this manager's restaurant to the ground. Oop, oh. The thing about that is, like, I I would look at him and be like, if if somebody said that to me of like, you need to budget and you need to eat peanut butter and sandwiches. No, it's disgusting. I would yeah. be like, that may have worked for you, but I have higher standards for myself, so I'm not going to live that way. I understand when you have a business, uh, you know, the pandemic wiped a lot of people out. You can never plan for these type of things. No. You don't know whether you're going to make payroll or not, but you opening up a business, you're basically saying, hey, I'm going to try and figure it out no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're just saying like, yeah, we can't we can't really do it this week. So you're going to want to budget for the next two months of not getting paid. No, that's no, not how this works. That's not. not how this works. The amount of people that are really kind of pissed off texting in right now makes total sense. No, yeah. And it seems like people have been through this before. Oh, yeah. This person says this is also so illegal. Contact the Department of Labor and file a complaint. 
they can't just not pay you and be like, yeah, I don't know. That's why my last company got in trouble. You remember that skin cream I used to sell? Yeah. We would do a road show. I'd go to a convention in New York City. Mm-hmm. I would sell. I'd make my money in commission. And they're like, well, we're, we'll pay you three weeks after the show's done. I'm like, why? why? I well, in case it. there's any returns, we want to take that off. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's, That's not, not my problem. how that works. So, of course, you know me. I can't mind my own business. I spoke up, and they got in serious trouble. But I will say there was 100 other people now where as soon as they got done doing a show, they were paid within the first 48 hours. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Uh, This person says- setting the precedent. I have to. You have to. No one else is going to do it. Maybe don't employ people then- Oh, yeah. Maybe don't employ people and pick up their shifts yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. If you make less than your employees, you do the job. Yep. And then Stacy's here. She goes, this is wild. I'm front. Oh, this is getting interesting. Stacy just said, this is wild. I'm friends with this girl on Facebook and saw that post yesterday. She ended up quitting her job. The name of the restaurant is. Oh, oh. oh. Right, hold on. Got to turn oh. the mics off one second. Breeze, I got to tell you. Oh. Hold on. No! <laughs> oh, we'll see them in court. No, she can borrow my lawyer. Oh, I love she it. She can actually I love borrow it. my lawyer. Yeah, your favorite place. No, you're done. Uh, thanks for all the messages, the you guys. the food. I'd quit, too. Good luck, Alice. You need to call who? The uh, Department of Labor? Department of Labor. That's, what, get, that's what the textures are saying. They're absolutely pissed. We're calling people out this morning. Got to do it. See ya. You know, we're trying to protect our people. You got PXY mornings. We'll be right back. It's Moose and Breezy Breeze. We know two things for sure. We pay too much in taxes, and our show is better with you. Better with you. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98 PXY. PXY Mornings, Post Malone. You got Moose and Breezy. Big update this morning. Missing RIT student Matthew Grant, who's been missing since November 20th, has officially been found. He is safe had some bad feelings yesterday on the show when reporting this. Uh, how can you not? I mean, someone goes missing for three weeks. Uh, Matthew yeah. 22 actually turned himself into the police. That was yesterday afternoon in Pennsylvania. He walked into a Pennsylvania police station. It was close to about 4 p.m. and makes a phone call to contact his family, saying there may be a missing person report on me. Yeah, Matt. I've uh, People are looking for me. And this is... Palmerton is on the edge of the Poconos, I believe. It's not far from Allentown. It's about a four and a half hour drive from Matthew's apartment here in Henrietta. So his Jeep Cherokee had been located Tuesday, about an hour away, uh, in a parking lot used by hikers on the Appalachian Trail. So he had been hiking the trail. Um, He even signed in. Which is nuts that nobody... I mean, I guess... I guess the, the search for him was statewide, so he was in Pennsylvania. Right. So, yeah. But I feel like if the search is statewide like that, it should be like contacted by surrounding states as well, no? No, I'm sure it was. I mean, the only reason that this took place yesterday and unfolded is somebody, yes, he signed in at the, the in the visitor log when he hit the trail, but his Jeep was sitting there for weeks on end until somebody recognized it, called the police. They ran the license plates, figured out it was him. And then Matthew's family was notified 
and they immediately made their way to Pennsylvania. So the discovery of the Jeep set off this search with 30 firefighters, search and rescue crews showed up. They searched thousands of acres, but before they can find them, he had walked into that police station. Yeah. Police said Matthew said he had a negative reaction with some people on the trail, which may have led him to end the hike, whatever that means. Uh, Matthew's mom came to the police station and picked him up. I, I just have so many questions on this entire story. It's the best Christmas I, present they could ask for. Yeah, I'm glad he's safe and sound. Um, this is the statement that RIT released. Missing RIT student Matthew Grant has been found and is safe. His family has posted information on social media, thanking everyone for aiding in the search for their son, who went missing on November 20th from Henrietta. Mm-hmm. So his parents are super happy to have him back home, especially right before Christmas. For sure. Coming up in the show, uh, you guys want to take a minute? You want to clear the air with Breezy and I? Yeah. There I said it is coming up. We would love to hear all of your unpopular opinions. 585-252-9800. Hit us up. We'll get to all of your texts coming up next on PXY. Happy holidays. Hey, this is Taylor Swift. What's up? This is Doja Cat. Hey, this is Dua Lipa. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone out there. Happy holidays. Want to clear the air? Need to get something off your chest? Go on, try it. You want to feel the heat as it comes out of your mouth. My mother-in-law's cooking is mediocre at best. If young adults want to start buying their own homes, maybe they should stop ordering avocado toast. I, for the life of me, can't believe Odyssey Management gave these two clowns their own show. There, I said it. Now, doesn't that feel better? BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present There I Said It on the number one hit music station. 98 BXY. Look at all the text coming in this morning for There I Said It. 585-252-9800. What's up, you guys? Moose They're and Breezy? They're pouring in both doors. <laughs> They're pouring in both doors. They're literally unhinged this morning. Well, it's too well much. Said. Yeah, well said. Uh, let's go to Sam. Samantha, a.k.a. Sammy Sandwich. Um, <laughs> the Sammy Sandwich. I agree with what you guys were talking about earlier. If you have to beg your employer for your paycheck, then find a new job because mm-hmm. that company is total trash. There, I said it. Mood. I, Absolute I mood. People are very upset about that. Mm-hmm. They have every reason to be, especially if you've been in that position where you got to beg to get paid. <sighs> Kiss it. This person says, how is it not socially acceptable to start drinking as soon as you wake up in the morning? Um, <laughs> Don't. Well, they go on to say, you shouldn't let society tell you it's wrong. There, I said it. Nobody said you have to start it after 5 p.m. Oh, whoever you are, it sounds like you may need to talk to somebody. You may have a problem. You Who said it's not acceptable to put Tito's on your Cheerios? Everybody said that, actually. Did the you bee see? would the bee would be horrified. Did you? I know. Did you see that new flavor Doritos alcohol? Tastes yes. like Doritos. Yes. What? Crazy. You can almost smell the cheese dust. I would do. I, what do you mix that with? You don't drink it straight. You got to mix it with something. I know. I don't know what you would mix it with. Like something along the lines of like a jalapeno vodka. Or like oh a pepper, yeah, like a the, pepper vodka. Yeah, see, this Absolute. is this is why you're the bartender, huh? This is, this is why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of having to chase your 
employer for money. That's you. I know. I have like 17 jobs. I haven't gotten paid for one in years. <laughs> um, this person says... People should not be able to occupy a table at a coffee shop with their laptop for hours. There I said it. I just want to drink my mocha in peace. And they're literally sitting there like it's their apartment. There I said it. There you did say it. They said uh, it. You said it all right. Hey. Diane Shout says, out to that uh, that new Starbs on Park Ave. <sighs> Pop off. Yeah, I walked by it yesterday. Is it popping? Yeah, it's a lot everything of you would are expect. Upset. I listen, I and I get it. I listen, I'm a I'm a cafe sasso type of guy. However, it did look really nice inside. I think the only thing on Park Ave now that is commercial and like, you know, a franchise is 7-Eleven, CVS and Starbucks. Everything else on Park Ave is local, which is great. You know uh, what I mean? Like yeah, there's not yeah, yeah. It's all local businesses. And they're still going to thrive because they own that land. Yeah. Period. <laughs> no, it, it is. I listen. I think it's it's great to see that and everything like that. But you got like Frog Pond, you got Gines, you got Verns. Like you said, they're all local businesses. Yeah. It's kind of what makes us so great here. You know yeah. those places. Mine um, for today is this. <clears throat> pop off. I I I don't know why people eat M and M's. They're not good. Oh, I love there them. I said it. And also like. I eat them. I'm not saying I don't eat them, because I do. But when I'm eating them, I'm like, this isn't good. I don't know why I'm eating Yeah, this. they're good. They're What's not. not to like about them? Especially peanut M&M's, garbage, trash. One time I was on a train, and all they had was peanut M&M's, and I literally just nibbled all the chocolate around said peanuts, and I placed the peanuts next to me <laughs> on my friend who was sleeping. He, yeah, yeah. She woke up. She's like, what is this Can wet I- nut? Can I? <laughs> I'm like, oh, so sorry. Oh, so sorry about that. Sorry about these. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee says, hi, guys. I just found out that I have shingles. Sure. And life kind of sucks right now. But if you have any concert tickets. Uh-huh. Uh, if, you have, if you have any concert tickets, I think that would make me feel better. I love you there. I said it. Kaylee, I'm so sorry to hear about your latest shingles episode. We do have a coupon for 15% off a large pizza from Salvatore's. Would that make you would that make you feel better? Not you giving away our Christmas bonus on the air. <laughs> oh no, I'm crying. I'm dead. No, absolutely deceased. Lower him in the ground, people. Absolutely. No, yeah, our coworker had shingles for a very long time. Almost lost an eye. Oh. Kimmy, down the hall. No. She almost went blind. Oh, for sure. Oh, that is no joke. No, it was last It was last winter around this time, actually. No, that is no joke. Uh, this person said, frog legs do not taste like chicken. There, I said it. I would love oh. to try frog, uh, froggy legs. <laughs> not you having a stroke. Maybe we should end the segment. Let's go out on top, shall we? Well, I want to do mine. Okay. So I'm laying in bed last night. I'm looking at the ceiling. And Stop! I'm thinking to myself, it blows my mind. How some people think hashing it out over a text message is the best form of communication. It's not. It's not. Make a phone call. Like, how old are you? Just be an adult. Yeah. There I said it. I know. I said it with my chest. Did you hear how I put some? Did you hear how I put some bass he's, in my voice? He's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, <laughs> confront anyone over text. I'm just gonna do it on the radio. What are they gonna say? What are they gonna do? They can't defend themselves. They don't have a mic. All right, buddy. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Hey, it's me, Julia, your at work bestie on 98PXY. Each weekday, just after 2.30, I share my life hack of the day. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. Some people know this, some people don't, but I'm actually a star uh, in the Philippines, so show some respect. Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. Not to be dramatic, but I would rather be single than in a loveless, boring relationship. Fully. The number one hit music station, 98 PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy Breeze. Happy Thursday, you guys. 43 for the high today. I don't think anyone's going to blow away today like yesterday. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. A little bit of a dramatic day yesterday, yes? It's never not drama. Like, it's it's never not drama when it comes to me or my family. And a lot of a lot of people who know me or get to know me or listen, they're like, do you make a lot of this stuff up? Like, is this just like for the bit? And I was like, you couldn't even make this stuff up if you tried. You know what I mean? And what I hate just... the most about all of this is that I have to be involved in it. No, you do. And like you signing on the dotted line a year ago really just amplified, you know, our connection and. When something bad happens to me, in turn, it also happens to you, and you get involved, and you have to be, and you're my right hand, you know? You're my assistant. Um, I'm kidding. Assistant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. So yesterday, I you know, got done with work and headed downtown to meet my friend Natalie to, do, to shoot an espresso martini review. We do this espresso martini review on Instagram. If you haven't followed it or checked it out, breezy on air, we go around and we rate the best espresso martinis. And we were making our way downtown to, to Bronca, and um, I had my phone in my big bag that I have right here. Mm-hmm. And it was like buried at the bottom. I don't know, really know what happened. I had a bunch of stuff on top of it. And Did you leave out that it's a Louis because you're trying to sound more relevant? <laughs> A right. big-ass Louis Vuitton. Sure. Okay. Now you blowing up my spot. Anyways, yes, it was the bottom of the Louis. And I had a bunch of stuff for filming and things like that. And I don't know what happened, but for people who don't know, if you just updated your phone and you have an iPhone or you just got a new phone, this is a brand new feature that Apple just rolled out. Right. And I want every... I'm telling this story not just because it's hilarious now, but... I want everyone to be aware that Apple, you know, really does have your back when it comes to safety and they have safety first and f- foremost in their mind when it comes to you being in danger. But most importantly, what happened to Breezy yesterday can also happen to you. 100%. And I want everybody to like be aware. So it's at the bottom of my bag. I go into the restaurant. I'm probably in there for like 15 minutes. And we get our espresso and we're setting up the shot. We're doing the tripod. It's a whole, it's all a production. It's always a whole production. And all of a sudden we go to hit record and Moose is calling my friend Natalie. And now I'm like pissed because I'm like, I was with you last Thursday and my friend Leanna was calling you. And now my friend Natalie's calling. I'm like, what? Is, like, is there some like secret thing going on with you and all my friends? No, I'm pissed. No, I'm shaking pissed. So I'm like, what? why is Moose calling you? And I had asked you to film this like 
an hour prior. So I was right. like, oh, cool, he's going to come film I'm, it. I'm at lunch with my our coworker, Dave, sure. at, the, at the time. So she answers. She didn't. Oh, she didn't? No, went to voicemail. Okay, she ignores the call. Right. So now I'm like pissed. I'm like, did he try and call me? So I go and reach for my phone. And I have literally the most jarring call log you've ever seen in your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Within the span of 10 minutes, I had a call from a random Rochester number. My dad called. Missed call from my dad. Missed call from my mom. Missed call from my dad. Missed call from my mom. Four missed calls from my dad. One missed call from my brother. One missed call from you. One missed call from my mom. And five text messages from my mom that says... Is everything okay? Breezy, let me know. I'm freaking out over here. Breezy, this is all within 10 minutes. I have no idea what's going on. So I call her and she's frantic, screaming, crying, losing her mind. Losing her mind. And she goes, you called 911. It sent out an alert. Not only that I called 911, but to my mom, my dad, and my brother that reads, emergency SOS. <laughs> Breezy has made an emergency call from this approximate location. If you are receiving this message, is because Breezy has listed you as an emergency contact. Drops the pin of me downtown. <laughs> and should I just go ahead and read the messages I start getting at lunch from your mom? Yep. Moose, it's Beth. Breezy's mom. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that. I just got an alert that she called 911. She's not answering her phone. Are you with her? She's at 58 Clinton Square, according to her phone. I said, I'm not, but I can tell you she's doing a martini review right now. You have to let me know and call her. I said, I'll go ahead and I'll give her a call right now. Are you home? Can you call Natalie? I said, I... I said, I tried, but no luck. I'll go ahead. I'll try again. So I call you. Then her mom's like... "Um." Please let me know if you hear back from her. Sorry to bother you, but I'm panicking. I'm like, everything will be fine. I just heard from her. She will call you immediately. <clears throat> now I'm involved. Now Moose is involved. I'm trying to eat my beef on wick. And the entire afternoon was just completely frantic. 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 And and I don't blame. I mean, like, obviously, I really scared my parents and my brother. I'll read you the the different texts that I got. They were very worried. And my buddy is like, dude, should we leave lunch and go check on them? I was like, no, we're not leaving lunch. It's actually so funny that you didn't automatically drop everything that you were doing to come find me, given the fact that it was an open investigation. You know I what I mean? Not, That's very off-brand for you. I was not worried the least bit. I was, I was just wasn't. I was like, it's always drama with her. Always. always. It's never said, not drama. She's fine. I said, if she's at 58 Clinton, she's, she's at Bronca and she's probably having a nice martini right now. I am not leaving lunch. So all this emergency alert goes out to my mom, my dad, and my brother. My dad, my dad texts me and goes, please call me. My mom sends me those three texts. And then my brother's really just gets me. It sends out that text that I just sent. Yeah. And he goes, what's up? (laughs) Proceeds to DM me on Instagram and goes, yo, you good, sis? (laughs) He's very concerned. Very concerned. And I, so after all of this emotion happened, I was so emotional because I was so scared and sad that I upset my mom and my dad and my whole family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my mom just got eye surgery. Her tears were going into her incisions. It was like a whole, it was a whole thing. The drama, right? And I think one of the biggest takeaways from this for people who are listening to this is 
A, maybe don't get upset because accidents happen. I mean, obviously it's very jarring. But B, make sure that you have all that stuff set it up, set up on your iPhone because although I was not in an emergency situation. No, you were not. It really was so nice to know that Apple was like really actually concerned because you have to like hit something a certain way for it to send out How an alert. How you do that? With your phone in your bag is beyond me. I, I, I don't I know. I don't really know. Like how you even manage to do that. I don't really know either. But I will say this. I don't know how to turn it off. So if anyone's like listening to this right now and knows how to turn it off. But like every move I made after that, it would send out to my parents and my brother who are my emergency yeah, contacts. Right. They're like, she's on the move. Next location here. Like they genuinely thought I was kidnapped. My mom thought I got carjacked. My dad was like, is this real? Because if not, I'm going back to work. Like, my brother was just concerned as to, yeah. like, you know, what was going on. But this is why I don't need you to share your location with me. I think I should share it, though. I, that, no, listen, I think it would be after beneficial for yesterday, us. After yesterday's events, I'm, I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so all set. Thank you. But I'm glad you're okay, though. But I was never worried to begin with. Your mom's <laughs> crying. Oh, God. She automatically went to the worst. She just automatically straight to my my little girl's dead in a ditch. And you know what? She sends me this text, and I was like, you know, this is really, really bad. She goes, I've been so high on life with all these wonderful things happening, and I thought to myself, this is where it ends. Isn't it terrible? I'm shook. This is where it ends. Oh, I love that woman. Not having you on the show is like eating a plate with no hot sauce. Wait, people do that? Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. I'm no good at goodbyes. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breeze. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for... Starting your day off with us. It is Thursday, and Christmas is in 11 days from now. And, I, you know, Breezy brought this up this morning. I'm like, what a what a great idea. We constantly ask people, what do you want for Christmas? And people constantly ask us, yeah. what is it that you want for the holidays? And everyone's like, I don't know. I'm Every- a doll. I can buy whatever I want. Me. Oh, what do you get the man who already has everything? I know. <laughs> what do you get the woman who has it all, you know? True, true. Oh. And we may have some ideas for you. Yes. I was thinking about this because it's really like, it's definitely hard because it's such a short window for you to take advantage of this opportunity and get something that you maybe really would help you. Maybe something that you haven't been longing for all year like you do when you're younger of like, it's been on my Christmas list all year and I'm so excited to ask for it and finally get it. But for me... I think that one of the biggest things that I thought of when people are struggling this holiday season to ask for is a membership to somewhere. Yeah. Because honestly, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Say you don't know what you want, but you definitely want to take advantage of the fact that somebody's willing to give you something. A membership to something where they they can give you a six month, you know, subscription or membership is going to save you money going to let you sample a product to see if this is something you would actually pay for if you're getting enough use out of it to continue. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's just such a nice gift to keep your mind at ease and be like, 
This is something that I don't have to worry about paying for. I can use long term. It's not just like, oh, I got this gift. I used it once and then I'm good with it. I'm telling you, the best membership I've ever purchased for myself I'm giving a free plug right now to go car wash because yeah, but I told you to go there. You so. know you did, but if you were to give that as a gift to somebody, that's oh, it's an like, it's awesome icon- it's gift. Iconic because it's I only... go five days a week, yeah. even if it's pouring outside, yeah. I'm still going to the car wash. I know I'm getting my money's worth, and I pay for my membership in six month increments, so I only pay it twice a year, and I pay one twenty twice a year. So you can drop, you know. 120 bucks be like give them the little sticker that for goes six on your months. car and yeah. say I covered the first six month of your car wash membership um, last year for Christmas my mom got me a Costco membership for the year like that's another good one <laughs> Costco so membership so great and like obviously this is a little touchy and I wouldn't give this to somebody if they didn't actually genuinely ask for it but even like gym memberships and and those can get a little pricier but maybe it's a, a three month gym membership but just those three months of somebody utilizing a product every day or every week or whatever the case may be, I think is literally one of the best gifts you can give someone who's like older, can buy a lot of things themselves, don't need to ask for a ton. It's a great, great solution. I know we've made some comments on this show in the past about how, you know, if you give somebody a gift card, you're kind of thrown in the towel and it's lazy. I... I, I think wanna, this is different. I want to say I'm so sorry. I did. I don't agree with that any longer. This if somebody were to get me a thousand dollar gift card to Red Lobster, I would be in all my glory. Do you know how many dinners uh, I would have at Red Lobster? The Cheddar Bay biscuits, the applesauce, the crabity crabs, all all of the seafoods. With that that be- is a gift right there. Uh, uh, mm. I don't know. I think a membership and a gift card to a restaurant is very different. That is kind with, of a membership. With that being said. Yeah, that's a membership. $1,000? I, oh, I have beautiful gift cards to a lot of local establishments if you guys want the hookup. So. Here we go. I'm selling a bunch. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> so breezy. We'll get a gift card and then resell it, but just take 20 bucks off of the- Well, I want the cash. So if she's got this $250 gift card, she's selling it right now for how much? I was going to do 200. 200. I'll go down to I'll, I'll go down to 175 for you for, uh, for if the you, right person. Yeah, if you want to know where that gift card is located, it's a pretty popular establishment. Pretty popular. 585-252-9800. We'll take color. Oh god, I'll give you my personal number on the air. Yeah. <laughs> you really make, want that 200 bucks. Anything to make a sale. The number 1 hit music station. 98 PXY. Music. Inspires. Life. Next, 98 PXY goes commercial free. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Anyone else have to chip in to purchase their boss a Christmas gift? How do you say, no, I'm so sorry, it's just not in my budget this year. So sorry. It's PXY Mornings, it's Moose and Breezy, and if you remember yesterday, we had a listener by the name of Crystal post this on our Facebook page. I reached out to her and said, would you mind giving me more details on this? What's the tea at your place of work? Mm-hmm. So here was the original post. She goes, right now the situation is one of our supervisors is asking all of us to pitch in 30 bucks for our manager's holiday gift. I don't even make 30 bucks an hour. I don't understand how giving bosses a gift is so accepted. 
Um, she then she then goes on to say, um, most of us will likely not get a bonus or a yearly raise to go along with inflation. Oof. A boss who took a couple of trips and then is also taking another one. How do I tell them no way without them taking it personal? Because I don't have any interest in chipping in. 585-252-9800. If a coworker came to you and said, we're all pitching in 30 bucks or more to purchase our manager a holiday gift, how would you respond? So agrees, uh, Crystal agreed to come on with us this morning. Crystal. Because obviously we got to get an update here. Mm-hmm. Did she cough up the $30 or did she respectfully decline? Hi, good morning, Crystal. Good morning. I think what uh, you're dealing with right now is something a lot of other people have dealt with at their place of work, where they're just put in a corner by a colleague and asked, hey, can you chip in? We're going to get the boss a really impressive Christmas gift this year. So I came across your post yesterday on Facebook. Tell us what's happening uh, in the workplace. Yeah, so this is so random. Thank you guys for having me on your show. Yeah. Um, so yesterday, I politely told my supervisor that it's not in my budget to give the $30. I literally don't have enough money left over from my paycheck to mm-hmm. contribute. Mm. And then, you know, like, it's Christmas and I have so many people I need to buy for it. Sure. So my supervisor, I guess, she sounded disappointed and she was like, well, if you can't swing the $30, that's fine. We'll just have to leave your name off the gift. Oh, how passive aggressive of oh, her. She's pissed. She's <laughs> really mm-hmm. angry. So how yeah. many people would you say are pitching in at this place um, of work? It's about, I think it's like 10 people that would um, contribute into mm-hmm. the gift. So you can, it would easily be shown that you weren't a part of this. Right. Yeah, that's awkward, too. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, you know what? I responded back with, like, okay, that sounds good. Thanks. Whatever. Like, I just, at this point, I don't know how it's going to affect our relationship um, with my supervisor. Right. Like, Oh, because you said I, no. Yeah, because I said no. Yeah. 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 But I don't care. I don't care. I could care less at this point. <laughs> Uh, sounds I like really you're already good. got your foot out the door. Yeah, you're like, I'm good anyways, so. That's how I feel, yeah, I'm good. I don't care. Like, I, I honestly, I think going around asking employees for money to get a boss a gift is super inappropriate. Like, my colleagues and I, we haven't received a Christmas bonus last year, and we weren't even offered, like, any extra pay right. for this upcoming year. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, honestly, it's left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like I can imagine. My, you yeah, don't feel appreciated, sure. and then you're like, hey, the money I have worked hard for, I got to dish it out and give it right back to you? I mean, three, a $300 gift for a boss is, like, pretty aggressive. I will yeah. say that. That's really aggressive. Like, what do they even plan Each on getting him? person's giving $30, and you ask 10 people, well, 11, including you. It's like, What? Crystal, would you say that the like mm-hmm. the person who's heading this initiative right now, would you say uh, he or she is a little bit of a kiss-ass? You know, that's crazy you say that. Because... <laughs> I've I, seen this movie. Know, yeah, I, I'm not going to say her name, but I do feel like she's one of the people that will organize this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to take all the credit and kiss ass. Yeah. yeah. 
I know. I know. Definitely. That's so bizarre. I don't even think she's going to contribute $30 of her own money, to be honest. Like, I think she just wants to take the credit Mm -hmm. from the gift, but not contribute any money. It's a big old joke. Like, at this point, you know, I don't agree with it. Her collecting money from everyone. uh, And and the crazy part is some people... I work with don't even celebrate Christmas. So it makes things even more awkward asking them to dish out money. Oh, out of yeah. Their no. To give if, that yeah, I could see. I could see that happening. Sure. My boss just got back from Europe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now she's taking another trip next week. Classic. These yeah. things happen. She definitely doesn't need your $300 gift. Probably Unless you're not. paying for our next plane ticket, which <laughs> would also make sense. 585-252-1900. If a co-worker came to you and said, we are pitching in 30 bucks or more to purchase our manager a holiday gift, how would you respond? Crystal, so you politely declined, yes? I declined. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. You're like, see ya. Yeah, peace out. Well, thank you so much for um, get, coming on the show with us. We obviously appreciate that and loved hearing your story, but you shouldn't feel obligated to have to dish out some of your paycheck to your boss if you don't want to. I don't even think they should really be asking employees to do that anymore in the workplace. If anyone's getting a holiday gift, it should be you. You know what I mean? Me. Yeah. Breezy. Yeah, I definitely should be getting a gift. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. Big I mean, time. I bleed for this city, and everybody knows that. So. You do. Yeah. Thank um, you so much. Crystal, thank you so much for the call. I, um, I think you're justified, if I'm being completely honest. We already have texts coming in, people agreeing with you, so... I'm going to let you go and uh, make sure you listen in just to hear what everybody else has to say. Okay, thanks. All right, Crystal, have a great holiday, okay? Okay. Let's go over to Morgan. What's up, Mo? I find usually the person who's in charge of this uh, type of thing and collecting the money is a snake. Mm -hmm. They usually don't put any money of their own in. That's crazy. That's kind of like uh, what our girl Crystal just said. Mm -hmm. They're never transparent about how much was raised or how much is being spent. What are you getting that nobody's answering this question? What are they planning on getting the boss? What are you doing with that money? I know. Kyle's here, uh, 585-252-9800. When someone at work wants to do this, I just assume nowadays they're doing it to skim some cash from the top and buy brownie points with everyone else's money. People are not for this. People are bitter. Your money should be spent on your family. Period. Period. Yeah. Period is right. Absolutely. Sue Ann says, additionally, a gift like this will likely make the manager feel like they need to go and buy something expensive for their staff. I don't think that's what this is doing at all. No, <laughs> I don't think I'm so. Sorry. So I kind of figured out what we're going to buy Danger, our boss, for the holiday. What you and I, buying? we're going to pitch in. We're each going to pitch in 20 bucks. I think that's reasonable. We're going to buy him. I was laying in bed last night. I was looking at the ceiling and this popped into my head. I was like, you know what? Every night. <laughs> We're going to get Danger a nice shake weight. Oh, you know what you can do? What's Retire that? Retire the one you got your mom last year. Just take it back. You're like, <laughs> re-gift take it. these. Regift it. Regift it yeah. to Danger. Yeah, let's get those triceps in shape. <laughs> hey, it's Devin's, and I'll keep you in the know on everything happening right here in Rochester. Because I actually live here, just like you. Along with tons of PXY music every afternoon, starting at 3 on 98 PXY. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.